0: So, here, number have to 600... something... There you go. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Wedding Season. The podcast brought to you by Eminence Entertainment. Today, we're talking about professional MCs... Wait a second, professional?
1: Why
0: we you here? At Donnie booking. at <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, welcome back to Professional MCs. We got one on my left, one on my right. I will start by introducing myself. I go by MC Prince Verk, MC Pavan Sunday. MC Verk. So I'm the only professional one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so guys, we're going to talk about, this is going to be a, a, a quick podcast where we're going to give a lot of insight of what we've seen over the years. What you've seen over the past one day that you've been doing? No, just <laughs> it's uh, two days, bro. We'll get it right. <laughs> no, but but what we've seen and, and the ups and downs and how we can help people because you know it, it's okay. Sometimes it's not budget friendly to book an MC. We still want you to make sure that you know the tips and tricks to help have a smooth event. So, Pavan, so why don't we start with you? Uh, what have you seen over over you know the, the gigs that you've done, the the weddings that you've been at, engagements that you've been at? What what what's the trend that you've seen as
2: Name me top three problems that you've seen. Not the solution, just the top three problems you've seen. Top three problems. I'm going to make it very nice and quick. So the Indian standard time. Okay. Okay. No one shows up on time. And I feel like an MC always keeps the couple accountable and people there. Okay. Okay? The other problem, entrances. Okay. One too many. And the third problem, I would just say organization over the whole party where I feel like an MC takes over and, you know, make sure it stops going well. Okay. Now, Vic, why don't you tell me a couple of things that
0: you think change when there's an MC versus when there's a family member? Uh
1: one of the biggest things would be that um being able to coordinate everything. For example, if there's a wedding planner involved, um it's always easier for the wedding planner to come to an MC to get some help rather than go to a couple or a family member that isn't sure of what they're doing. And maybe already stressed out. Already stressed out yep. with other things, um like too many entrances and stuff like that. Yep. Uh, but that would be one thing. Um, another thing would be that uh, there is always this very nice flow mm-hmm. that goes along with having a professional MC. Yep. Now, one of the biggest reasons that is because when things don't go as planned and that's always a possibility. Yeah. A professional <laughs> MC a lot. <laughs> can step in and make sure that there's no awkward gaps. And maybe the people won't even know uh, that.
0: Bro, uh, why are you talking to the camera? I'm over here.
1: Those are the people that I cater to. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that and uh, lastly, I would say uh, just making the couple comfortable throughout okay. the night, right? Um, it is their day. It is their night. It is their event. The spotlight should be on them. But I think sometimes that takes away from their, uh, their ability to enjoy their own events.
0: 100%. So over the years, the things that I've seen is, is exactly what you guys said. And I feel like a lot of people hesitate uh, when they have to directly deal with the family or, or, you know, this happened because in 2014, my cousin got married, right? It was the the summer of 2014 and uh, she got, sorry, summer of 2000, yeah, summer of 2014, she got married. And in the summer of 2014, when she got married, I like I've, you know, I, I think... This goes for all of us. We've always been natural at at speaking. Like this is not something we had to go train for. It's just a a natural ability to be able to organize everybody and speak and, you know, kind of have a little bit of leadership. So what I noticed is I did not MC that wedding. Okay. But the craziest thing is that in between, when the MCs who were the groom's sister and the bride's sister, so my brother-in-law's sister and my cousin, you know, the younger one, and they were MCing. And throughout, they got a little bit emotional while I'm seeing and they started tearing up. So now I actually had to go in, grab the mic, and keep the flow going because it's like there's so many eyes on you. And I understand a lot of people say we want it to be intimate. That's that's one of the, yeah. the things that I understand about why people don't hire someone. But I've also noticed that that intimacy can also get to the point where the person speaking gets nervous, or the person gets you know upset about you know. The moment of, oh, like my sister's leaving or, or something along those lines yeah, that can, yeah. you know, make or break and change the environment. That's supposed to be a point in time where you enjoy and you want them to enjoy. So you don't want that coming in the way. I
2: agree with your point about even like the intimate, sorry, intimacy between, you know, family and the people picking the family members. But now you also see that gap where all three of us, not only have we worked with Eminence DJs, we worked with other DJs. Yep. And it's how you set the tone. 100%. Right. People grab the mic. They don't know how loud to speak. They can't control the crowd mm-hmm. where, you know. We take over. Yep. Right? We're nice and loud. We take control. And all right, what's next? Let's yep. get to the next point. Boom, boom, boom. And, and
0: and no bias or anything. Not because we work for Eminence. but no. uh, We're not biased at all, guys. <laughs> we're, not bi- <laughs> we're not biased. It's not because we're MCs. But yeah. um, the one thing that I've noticed about us three specifically is the loud voices. And I think that helps in, in controlling a crowd. And it's not because we're loud because we're yelling. I think we have that tone which allows people to want to listen. And I've I've seen people... Try to become MCs or try to join and and leave very quickly and, and you know kind of bounce in and out because they think that it's it's easy and I've got you have said this to me before before you were an MC you go if you can do it I can do it but then when you started doing it like a <laughs> new but when you started doing it one of the things was I had to come in and say hey look from what I know is fix this fix, fix this fix absolutely this, fix no this. I agree because you have the presence. You have the presence, but then there's always things you can work on. And guess what? When I started, I wasn't perfect either. I had the presence. I had the voice. But I mean, then I we had, know you have the presence. Then I had, <laughs> then I, had I had, DJ Suk and uh, Tej uh. and Carnage and Malli Gadeep. I had these guys there to hold me accountable of, hey, listen, you're doing this too much. You're doing this too little. So I, I had to learn too, right? I wasn't naturally born to speak in front of people. It's not something that you just have. You can speak, but you got to learn how to speak.
1: And on that note, um, something that you actually told me very early in my time at uh, Eminence and in my career of emceeing, it's not just about the loudness, it's about the timing yep. of when that loudness needs to be used. And sometimes it's the softness that is more clutch and more valuable. Yep. So it's not just about um, the loudness, but also the timing of when you're using what tone and um that's something that you helped me out with from right from the start
0: and, and again i i somebody had to tell me that as well and i had to cater to those things it's not like you know what i mean and then it was me to share to you to share to and as
2: much as i hate being nice to prince i'll give him credit too because i remember prince came actually, one of my first ones he actually took time out came and i remember next day he gave me like a big whatsapp message and he's like this this points so those points were like flew over my head but when he sat me down and he talked about those points but it's funny small changes like that hey, yo, make a huge there, man i can see the eagle just, <laughs> just blowing up right honestly, now honestly after 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 the next like 15 minutes or so, don't ever talk no about no, 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 <laughs> no but like you're talking about those minor changes yeah and those minor changes when i made this is what caters to the crowd and i can see the effect on the crowd of course so again thanks to you prince as much as i hate you but
1: I <laughs> got I got something to ask you now. Mm-hmm. Um, what have you noticed has changed the most? Or why do you think people have started, um, you know, like valuing professional MCs? I,
0: I think it really came from people noticing, right? So it's like, you never know you need something until you see it. Okay. So you would never, you know, they say don't fix something that, that's not broken. So uh, weddings were never broken. They're still functioning. Family members are doing them. But then... When you show them that, hey, this is broken, yeah. and then you provide a solution for it, now all of a sudden people are more likely to talk to you, more likely to book you, more likely to want to have this professionalism there, right? So I think that was the, the, the carrying factor for, you know, me starting to get bookings, and a lot of MCs, like, starting to kind of step up and do a little bit more advertising, and there's people that have been doing it way before me. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't know those people existed until I started doing it myself because maybe it was exposure. Maybe it was they didn't have enough content. I don't know. But I know that when I joined Eminence, Eminence helped me in a way to blow up my brand so that people knew that I even existed, that you, this is a thing, right? Yeah. So I think it was that. It was It was the knowledge of knowing that this thing happens and you can do it. But I started my very first gig and I did it for free. And oh, even oh. then, the couple was like, but I have a family member. So, you know what I mean? And, and I had to do it for free, but that free took me a very long way. So, I mean, sometimes you got a give to take, right? But but this was back in 2017. I didn't know anything. yeah. And I made a lot of mistakes, but I had people around me to help me better that. So that's the, kind of the, the long, short answer to that. But I want to talk about, the problems that we have so we can give people that content to understand how to have a great wedding what are what what is the what is the entrance situation let's start with just the entrances right from the actually no
2: before that how about helping them set up an itinerary i feel like that's a huge part a lot of people just don't even think they need one yeah right a lot of people are bride and groom it's now i mean there's a trend obviously which you guys been doing this longer than i have And I also feel like couples uh, don't get to enjoy their own weddings. Almost Mm -hmm. 80% of them don't get to enjoy their weddings. 100%. right?
1: I think we need a stat check on that one.
2: Trust me, bro. (laughs) That's that's my stat over there. But however, it's just now going to the line situation. Sorry, the entrance situation. I had a wedding again this summer. Before we get to
0: that, itinerary. I want to ask Vic a question. Vic, Vic. have you ever shown up to a wedding where you've had a blank itinerary?
1: Better than a blank itinerary, the best is. You get there and they say, yeah, yeah, let me just WhatsApp you an itinerary. And it's just a couple of people on there. And they're like, yeah, just fill in the blanks yourself. <laughs> it's like, what do I do with this? I might as well have just got a blank itinerary. But a WhatsApp itinerary 15 minutes before the event starts is always the best.
0: So my best one was actually just this past year. I walked into a wedding and uh, they said, don't worry, we'll get you the itinerary when you get there. And I, I kept pushing. I kept pushing. I was like, hey, guys, you know, it'll make it a lot easier if you give it to me before. I showed up and they gave me an itinerary and they put question marks everywhere. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not a part of the family. Where, how do I, where how, do, you how start? do I fill in the question mark? Right. Where do you start? So, so that was one of them. But then, then it went on to entrances. They had, I think, about twenty-two entrances. Twenty-two. So, why don't you speak on your experience of So, I had entrances. seventeen
2: entrances. Okay, the entrances were, it was ridiculous touching the. Freaking external door Of the banquet hall yeah. At this point I'm just like I'm looking at DJ Suck I'm like Might as well Play the real good D Because it's already outside <laughs> Right Because the mama From wants Freaking Australia Wants one The mom's upset But this is goes to the point Where the bride and groom By the time they come in All the tension's taken off And I'm sorry to say this As much as we want to step in But when you have 22 entrances yeah. But yeah man So that's another issue I think we gotta address And Prince What do you think The solution to that is? So this is, and I've given this recommendation before. I think you guys have given the Sorry recommendation. Sorry to cut you off. Too. Does anyone like their mama, anyways? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, your mama's not gonna be happy after that one. But <laughs> mama,
2: if you're watching this, you know how I feel about you. <laughs> oh, I hate you. Sorry, I continue.
0: So you know, you know what? I, I I've given the recommendation where I tell everybody, and this is my my standard format where I tell everybody: you have siblings. If they're married, they can walk in, you know, separately with their families. If they're not, they all walk in together. Do you have grandparents? Don't make your nana and nani and dada and daddy separate. Put the grandparents as one, as grandparents, right? At the end of the day, you're a part of one family. You shouldn't try to segregate that or change that. And sometimes there is, but it's on you to take the responsibility to speak up and kind of tell everybody that, you know, you got to put this together. This has to go together because this is what makes sense. You have brides' parents, groom's parents, simple. Siblings grandparents and that's some people don't even you know want to put grandparents because they don't have an even amount or what that everybody's different and other than that bridesmaids groomsmen
1: you know what i will say to that though is and this is a problem i've encountered is that when you try to group them together then they want each person's name announced and when you have a group of 10 people you try announcing 10 names back to I'm, back to back to back
2: i'm gonna be like, like i said i'm gonna be known as a savage one here um but with all due respect, that night, that reception is for the bride and groom. Okay. I understand the names. That's fine. You got to give respect to your grandparents. I mean, parents' names should be fine, but when you start getting into mama monsters, this is my opinion only, right? You guys, yeah. everyone can think differently. I have the same opinion, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. You want to introduce the mama master, this and that. There's one you want from UK. Listen, just get to the point. My siblings, boom, 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 grandparents, yeah. right? Because the people that are there sitting at that party, they're not going to, no one cares about the name. I'm sorry to say this. Other than your parents, like, okay, bride and grooms, it's, a, like, it's a, is a
0: formality. And we all know this. It's in the Indian community. It's a formality. When you sit there and you say, like, "Sakwant Seng from, you know, Moggar or Jalandhar. Like, yeah. I, I don't know who you are and I really don't care that you're here, Sakwant or Sakwant, whatever your name is. Yeah. Like Shout out to Sakwant. <laughs> <laughs> but the only thing that, that matters is that the bride and groom are coming. Yeah. You know them. And you want to have a good time. Who are we saying the other names for? Who are the, the mommy and the mama and the master? And, like, who's that for? It's for the family drama that you might have and going on. But that's where I say the, the couple has to step up and take the initiative. Say, I know you're going to be upset,
2: but I'm so sorry. It's not your wedding. It's mine. Exactly. Again, and that goes to my other point. Now that we're talking about grandparents, a lot of our MCs, what I've noticed before I was, you know, attending receptions. People have, you know, MCs or have their family members doing it. A lot of them are speaking in English, yep. right? You have the BB, you have the Bapu. They're staring yep. at the ceiling. They have no clue what's, going, what's on. going on. And sometimes family members, right?
1: Wait, touching on that, um, speaking Punjabi and get, getting everyone involved. I had uh, an event just this past uh, wedding season. Uh, oh, you get bookings? Once in a while. <laughs> okay. once in a while. Uh, but it was, um, I still remember it clear as day. Uh, event was going perfect and nothing else was wrong, but um, I just felt like the the elder crowd, the grandparents, and just like people that don't understand English, yep. um, they weren't as involved, right? And all it took was one joke in Punjabi with the couple. And the groom's grandparents were sitting right in the front. Mm-hmm. And they had the biggest smiles on their face because they were involved again, right? Yeah. And that, that, like, sure, to me, that was worth, you know, a million bucks. But to the bride and groom, when I pointed it out to them, it was priceless.
0: On the note of Punjabi, we're going to be ending off with a few words in Punjabi from Mr. MC
1: Vic. And before I go, my am lagda <laughs>
0: so once again everybody thank you for tuning in a little bit a little bit time if you have a little time Is sirf see just a little bit we will have a so podcast are apniya, to be apniya chalniya. going to be karange thodi going to be make sure you stay tuned with the wedding season podcast Eminence Entertainment 647-449-7034 email us at info at eminencecnt.com and for bookings, you can also fill in the form at www.eminencecnt.com So
2: what do you want to call the number behind us? 600
0: something? <laughs> <laughs> 0-0-4-990. There you go. <laughs> Peace.